Welcome to Brain Power with Dr. Laurel Mellon. Our program will show you how EBT, or emotional brain training, unlocks the power of your brain to connect to your inherent strength, goodness, and wisdom, and enhance your health, happiness, and purpose. Now, here's your host, Dr. Laurel Mellon. Hello and welcome to Brain Power Real People, Real Solutions. This is our sixth program. We're so excited about this. And we really appreciate Voice America Radio and Empowerment. I'm Dr. Laurel Mellon, I'm your host. And again, I want to thank you so much for listening. We're doing something really important on this program. Between our our two ears, essentially in the lower part of our brain, we have this beautiful emotional brain, this unconscious mind, that up until 10 years ago, we did not have a way to organize it, to use it in a way that would take us from stress to a state of connection and well-being. And because our health, happiness, purpose, everything that really matters to us is essentially a product of the activations of the circuits in this emotional brain that I hope as you listen to this program that you see a whole new way of really processing life and saying, why are things the way they are? And so those mysteries are in the emotional brain and the method EBT helps us organize it. So if you're a thinker, that's perfect because what we're going to do is find out that you can actually identify your number and switch your brain state and say, oh my gosh, that feels so good. So what I want you to do right now is just take a nice deep breath. It's been, a, a, again, a very eventful week. And as much as the thinking brain is doing whatever it's doing, you know, our thoughts, our analysis, under the hood, there's this beautiful emotional brain and the activations there, being able to work with them, move through stress to connection is going to change you chemically and electrically and change every organ in your body. It's totally amazing. What we're doing today is essentially saying, okay, we all need a COVID vaccine, right? We probably need that in order to feel as safe as we want to feel. But even more important, we need a stress vaccine. We need to upgrade how we process stress so it's in in tune with the times, which are high stress. And when the brain moves from stress to a state of connection, There's a feeling in your body, and you've had that feeling, where you just feel a sense of unconditional love for yourself. It's part of our genes. We have that capacity, and we're going to learn more about that today because our program will be on the power of unconditional love, why we need it, and how to get it. And today, our guest is Judy Zare, who is a master trainer an EBT expert on attachment theory and neuroscience. I've learned so much of the neuroscience of attachment from her. And in just a few moments, we'll introduce her and speak with her. And then later in the program, we'll introduce guests. So please, this is a call-in show. Just call in real people, real solutions. You can talk with Judy and with me. We can actually use the tools. And at the end of the program, we'll have an emotional brain tip of the week. So what I'd like you to do is take a nice deep breath and think of all the times you've been taught that you really should love yourself. And quite frankly, I used to hear that all the time, particularly in my 20s and 30s. Laurel, if you just loved yourself more, everything would be okay. And I thought, yeah, but how am I going to do that? (laughs) And plus, that really stresses me out because you're telling me I should love myself when actually I'm, I really hate myself in this moment or I'm angry with myself. And it always just essentially stressed me out for people to talk about this unconditional love stuff. And the reason it is I had no pathway to getting there. And the reason I feel really secure and comfortable talking with you about having unconditional love for yourself so that no matter uh, what happens, Where? what goes on, even if everyone on the entire planet rejected you for good reason, you know for sure in your guts, in your core, that you will not reject yourself because you matter, 
your life matters and being planted in this soil of love and connection and kindness and unconditional love for yourself, no judgment, is the perfect spot for being able to move forward and do what you came to earth to do. You know, get the job done, feel complete. So I want you to know that this is not talking about, oh, you should really love yourself. It's, yeah, but get the tools so that it's real, so you can feel it in your body. So what I'd like to do is just say it gives me so much pleasure to introduce Judy, who is a leader in EBT. She is a licensed professional counselor, and she has a master's degree in human resources. She is a master trainer in EBT. She's also the director of community education. She is an amazing expert in attachment theory, which she'll tell you all about, applied to emotional brain training, and the whole science, the neuroscience of that that loving connection. She offers 30-day intensives, in other words, a brain reset where you go every day for 30 days, telegroups that they fill up so quickly, and then people stay with her because of this amazing kindness in her, her depth of knowledge, and also the fact that she understands the science as well as the practice and just stays connected. So I am so happy that Judy is here with us today, and Judy, I'd love to uh, you to join us so we can begin to chat about unconditional love. Laurel, hello. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm I'm kind of beaming here and maybe blushing from that glorious introduction, and I feel very grateful to have this time with you. Well, Judy, what I would love you to do is just just share a little bit about yourself and. You know, you're in Portland, and you've been with EBT for some time, but anything you'd like to share about how you got involved or how EBT is for you before we get into the attachment part? Well, sure, I'd love to do that. Um, And I could go on and on with stories about EBT and how it's completely transformed my life, but um, I know we have a lot to cover today, so I'll try to keep it uh, slim here. I think I, I was, I'm a mental health therapist, and, and I had been in practice for, gosh, probably about 10 years. I had been working at a local hospital, and I was trying to help the physicians and the other healthcare providers help patients actually make the important changes that they needed to make in their lives in order to be healthier and happier. And um, I was hitting up against so many roadblocks. And I remember the director of clinical nutrition at the hospital asked me if I'd be willing to be trained in this newfangled program. And this newfangled program out of UCSF happened to be EBT. And I jumped at the possibility because I love learning and I love being trained. And, And part of what I realized as a mental health therapist, I was drawn to this profession because I was in pain myself. And I was trying to find ways to get out of that pain. But I don't even think I recognized it until EBT. I didn't recognize that that these were circuits that were causing my distress. And, and I had been trying so many other kinds of techniques in the therapy world and, and practicing everything I was preaching, but it wasn't really changing me in a deep way. And it really wasn't until I found EBT that I found some of the answers to what I had been looking for. But so I, I went ahead and um, started that training. And back then, Laurel, I don't know if you remember, it was videotapes that you would send us. Oh, and really? The technology yeah. was so different. Uh, you know, I think that was the end of the 1990s, believe it or not. Could that have been? Mm. Maybe it was 2000. Maybe it was right yeah. there on the cusp. And um, and the first time I used EBT's core transformational tool, which is a cycle tool, and EBT is filled with a, an amazing amount of wonderful, useful tools, but this tool is the one that does that deep circuit rewiring, as you well know. But the first time I used that, I realized I was hooked, basically. I said, oh, my gosh, I feel so differently having used this tool. And, and I did the tool on um, a, a core relationship of my life, a family member. Um, and this family member, gosh, every time I was with this person, I would get angry or frustrated or um, be, quote, unquote, triggered, one of those popular words. Um, and I couldn't. I couldn't resolve it. And this was a person that I, you know, I loved ultimately, 
what I had so much conflict with. And once I did use the cycle tool on this relationship, I could move back to forgiving myself and feeling some warmth and compassion for myself. And most important to me at that time was also feeling warmth and compassion to this other person. And that began a healing process in that most difficult relationship. So um, I was hooked ever since then. And, you know, I, I'm, maybe I should stop here. That's just one of the millions of stories I could tell about how EVT has supported me in my personal life, but also how bringing these tools to others have been um, probably, yes, the most meaningful thing that I've done really in my professional life. I'll be so quiet when, there for a moment. Well, wait, when you think about it, because you're talking about the cycle tool, and I last week uh, uh, Igor Mitrovich was with us, who is the scientific director of EBT, and he talked about his first experience with it as well. And although there are five levels of stress in the brain, and we need a full set of tools because we need the access to all five resiliency pathways, because you never yeah. know what level of stress you're going to be in, it's the cycle tool that essentially transforms our lives, gives us power to go mm-hmm. into those circuits and change them. Mm-hmm. And what does the body feel for you as you use them? As you use that cycle tool, what happens in your body? What do you experience? Yeah. Maybe yeah. you could share that. Well, sure, I'd be happy to. So um, as you're sharing that cycle tool is powerful when we're in that uh, four, four brain state four. And, you know, usually I walk into the cycle tool feeling anxious or angry or confused or frustrated, you know, just this series of kind of body upsets. And um, and then, you know, walk myself into the tool, use the tool, and I notice um, the clearing of stress. It happens about, I begin to feel it in my body about halfway through the tool, and by the time I'm... Um, through with the tool, and it's always a unique experience. And, you know, one thing I love about this work is there's, it's not cookie cutter. You're really, you're really working with whatever's present in your body and your experience in the moment, and it's always different. You know, each time you use a tool, it's a little bit of a different experience, but each time there's so much growth involved in it. So usually by the end, my, I feel a relaxation response in my body. My heart opens. It, it, that sounds corny, but I literally feel like there's an opening in my heart and I can feel a connection that's deeper with myself. And, you know, just because of my own um, belief system, you know, uh, more connected to the spiritual, you know, something that transcends just my, my everyday little life. Yeah. And, um, and also with that heart opening, I can feel that deeper um, and more intimate connection with others too. So it's a warmth, it's a relaxation, it's a feeling of, um, uh, love, really, and um, connection. Um, that if, I think those are the words that come to my mind when I think of how my body feels after it. <laughs> and Judy, when we were talking about what we were going to talk about today and what topic you wanted to talk about, it it occurred to me that it would unconditional love would be right exactly what your work is all about with EBT. But what made you decide this is what you wanted to share with our Voice America listeners today? The topic yeah, of unconditional yeah. love. What, what made you, what drew you to that? Well, um, you know, as I think about it, this is one of my favorite kind of cornerstones of EBT. Well, I, and Laurel, just to tell a story for listeners, because listeners probably heard you say that sentence that I remember hearing you say 20 years ago or 15 years ago, which is, even if the rest of the world completely rejects me, I'm making that commitment to myself. I am not going to reject myself. Come heck or high water, you know. And I remember when I first heard you say that, I thought, there's no way. You know, I, I can't tolerate that pain of having rejection of other people not, not um, liking me, not approving of me, if I'm not pleasing others. And, of course, what I learned through my EBT practice is that I had a, a circuit that got downloaded during stress when I was little um, that said, you know, gosh, I get my safety from pleasing others. And from getting others' approval. And, and so kind of I was operating on that most of my life and unable to get underneath that and transform that into EBT. And, and so now I can say, oh, that's right. You know, other people can reject me, 
but I can return to that place of loving acceptance for myself, even if I make mistakes, which I do all the time, you know, even with all my faults and my dark side, I can still move back to that place of unconditional acceptance. And, but again, it wasn't until I cleared out the circuits doing my uh, EBT practice, my personal practice that I was able to, um, to really feel the body feeling. It's kind of like what you were sharing. I knew I was supposed to that old adage. You're not going to be able to love somebody else until you love yourself. Well, how do you do that when you have these circuits that block your ability to see yourself as whole and worthy and good enough just as you are. And, um, and that's all it is. It's just neural circuits that block it based <laughs> on our early conditioning. And it's trauma. And the reason why I do want to bring in secure attachment to this is what we've learned in attachment theory and science is that we can have these what are called little T traumas in our life, which um, download these circuits of um, that are obstacles, you know, to our unconditional love, for instance, or to our being able to be in a one state. And um, those circuits are those moments of uh, panic, fear, you know, usually panic and, and that and terror um, are the are the most common moments in our lives when we're little ones and we don't have dyadic attunement. We don't have that responsive um, clear kind of loving presence that can support us in the moment. We feel like we're all alone. We're too young. Our brain literally doesn't have the, the development to be able to, um, to process the stress of that moment. And what gets downloaded are those, um, those survival wires, those circuits such as mine. I get my safety from trying to please others or seek others approval. And, um, Oh, I should be quiet here. It sounds like a question. No, but so what I'm hearing you talk about is the survival circuits. And I think that's a really, really important concept because people think of them as issues or problems, but there's actually wires in the brain. And one way uh-huh. of thinking that, and I'd like you to see where you want to take that, Judy, but one way of thinking it to be logical about emotional brain training is that we either are activating circuits that have us connect to the deepest part of ourselves. And that means Mm -hmm. our emotional and spiritual core, where we can find security, where we can find what we call sanctuary. And Mm -hmm. in moments of stress overload, essentially, instead of connecting to ourselves, we connect to something else. And it could be an emotion, a a person, a place, whatever that is. And these are addictive circuits, and they get activated. And before we know it, we are you know, people pleasing or we're eating, drinking, spending, going, whatever it is. And it's a really strong circuit. So the process of EBT is you come in, you get the app, you start playing around with these tools so that some of what we're talking about makes sense to you. Oh, I get it. I'm Mm -hmm. at four. I'll do the cycle Mm -hmm. tool. Start doing it. And then you start learning how to rewire some of these disconnections, these survival circuits that that take us away from ourselves. And every time you rewire a circuit, you bring it back to a secure connection with yourself. So you stop, you stop the leaving ourselves. And, yeah. and actually activate the connection within where the love is. I'd love to see where yeah. you take that, Judy. Well, I, I want to listen to this recording because you put that so beautifully. That's exactly it. And, you know, at first it does feel a little uh, tenuous. You know, it's a little bit iffy. Your first few cycles, your first few times you're trying to um, connect with that um, unconditional love or that secure attachment within um, but over time and with practice, and, I, you know, the thing is, well, I will say, I've been doing this work, as you know, a long, long time, and I have really found no hopeless cases in EBT, <laughs> that nobody that I've worked with has it felt like these skills and tools can't make an extraordinary difference for. And, and I think that part of the reason why is because it is based on kind of the neuroscience of being a human. And even though we all have such different cultural backgrounds and such different experiences in life, we do have that basic uh, biology and neurobiology that we share, and that's what we're working on changing. So, um, so over time and with practice, what my experience is, and again, the experience of just about every person I've worked with is... Um, 
we begin to feel in our body the felt experience of a greater and greater sense of that security within so that no matter what the stresses are in life, and it, it, you're so right. It, you know, I'll never forget reading a New York Times article probably about, gosh, I think it was about seven years ago, about um, the dis, it was called the dysregulated society. And I was thinking, you know, it's so true in my lifetime, it has felt like the amount of external stress, circumstantial and situational stress in our lives has been kind of ramping up. And us as a culture, we've become more and more kind of dysregulated, which means moving further away from kind of the, the, our biological um, needs in a sense and our needs for warmth and connection and, and attachment and safe tribes and safe communities and, um, you know, kind of being loving presences for each other. And um, we've, we've had more and more stressors around that. And the attachment literature suggests that, for instance, when I went to graduate school, they, were, they shared that about 30% of Americans were insecurely attached. And of course, if, we, if we're insecurely attached, it's what we're talking about in EBT where we have these survival wires where we're learning basically that we, it's not safe. We don't have a safe internal place that we can attach to or a safe place in our communities or family of origins that we can attach to. So therefore, we're attaching to substances and external things and, and, um, and we're getting dysregulated more easily. Um, but, uh, that was 30% back then when I went to graduate school. And now the latest estimate, and I almost feel afraid saying this out loud, but what I've read is they're estimating about 70% yeah. of Americans. And it could yeah. be, you know, we can attribute that to the pandemic we're going through. We can attribute that to the painful place as we look at our history around race, race relations and racism in our culture, you know, the different political divides, a lot of our um, public figures are not necessarily um, modeling that um, higher brain state kind of choices and, and um, communication style. So there's a bunch that we can attribute the, the difficulties that we're facing right now. But for me, it just reminds me of how, important these tools are and these practices are for all of us really to help ourselves given the level of external stress to help ourselves oh, I'm going to take a deep breath because I noticed myself getting a little anxious just thinking about the world but to help ourselves move back to that place of secure connection within where we can kind of feel as you call it that strength and that goodness and wisdom within our own selves and then and then send that out to others, which is one of my favorite tools, that that compassion tool, um, which which interestingly enough has about a two thousand year history. Um, yeah. that compassion tool, you know, uh, so these tools in in a sense to me, Laurel, as you've taught me these tools, I think that these tools are um, not only cross cultural and, um, you know, but, but cross-generational, um, they're, they're just kind of um, key, I guess, to the human condition in a sense. It, Judy, it's so important to, for, for us all, if you're listening to this program, what Judy just said that's so phenomenal to me is that it used to be 30% and now it's mm -hmm. 70%. So what that means is we're all in this together. The level yeah. of strength overwhelming to the human brain. We can't yeah. think our way out of it. We can't just say, how do I feel? We actually have to go mm -hmm. into the emotional brain, know our number and spiral out. But you know, I think the, the silver lining of some of this, if there is one, and I guess there always is somewhere if you look for it, is that it used to be that people with emotional health issues were sort of those people who had problems. And this mm -hmm. is emotional health is foundational. If you don't have that yeah. emotional connection inside, behaviors get off, relationships get off, uh, uh, work gets off, productivity and health. So this is a time of coming together. And this is why you know, we decided to have this program. And as you see, if you're coming week by week to this program, you know that we have leaders in emotional brain training who are neuroscientists, therapists, nutritionists public health individuals, researchers are coming here because there's this huge movement now that we know what we're up against. We're up against the mm -hmm. stressed brain. And if you don't mm -hmm. work with the stressed brain and learn tools, 
to take high stress down to low stress, the amount, it's going to be very hard to bounce back and there'll be a lot of suffering. And that's what we want to avoid. We want empowerment, not suffering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, you're reminding me, Laurel, of one of my favorite learnings in um, working with EBT. And that's that, you know, I think prior to EBT, I used to say, that um, when I was struggling with something or when I had any kind of negative feelings at all, negative feelings in EBT terms, anger, sadness, fear, guilt come up, um, I would think there was something wrong with me or I would uh, blame myself, blame other people. I would, um, you know, thought that there, that I was bad in some way or other people were bad. And what I love about EBT is we get to say, hey, wait a minute, this is actually a brain state. <laughs> this isn't me. <laughs> this is related to stress hormones. I'm not my stress hormones. You know, that's just part of my neurobiology. My stress hormones impact my brain state. My brain state impacts my thoughts, my feelings, my behaviors. Uh, you know, I I am more than this. And I here's some tools I can use to help me move back to, and I'll never forget, I think it was Igor that said, um, you know, to me back at one of our workshops, that, you know, when we're at the one state, that's who we really are. And when we drop into those lower brain states, we're more like each other. We're very similar to each other in the kinds of thoughts, feelings, behaviors that come up. You know, it's the human being in stress. And we don't want to judge that. That's just the nature of you know, it is natural. It's the nature of who we are. But now we have tools so that we can take some responsibility, like you say, empowerment. We can empower ourselves to use tools to move back to where we can really feel that sense of, like Igor was talking about, purpose. Oh, um, Ju- and, Judy, yeah. please hold on to that. That's such an important thought right now. And we're going to come back uh, to see in just a moment or two, and I want you to hold on to that, that feeling you have right now and that message, okay. and I want everyone to hold on to it too, because what we're talking about today is absolutely life-changing. So let's take a quick break, and then essentially to follow along with what Judy's saying, what I'm saying, be sure to go to ebt.org, see if you can get a membership so you can get the app, so you can start playing around with this. And again, as you learn it, you're going to say, oh my gosh, why doesn't everyone know about this? So this is Dr. Laurel Millen, and you're listening to Brain Power, Real People, Real Solutions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What we're doing here is we're tapping into the amazing power of the unconscious mind and self-directing changes that enable us to connect to the deepest part of ourselves, which eventually comes down to one thing, love. And so we're talking more about love in just a moment. Please stay with us. Stay tuned. And we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Your emotional brain is amazing. Join the brain-based health movement by becoming a Brain Power member. Check out our fabulous memberships, concierge coaching, telephone groups, online learning, and our fabulous 30-day intensives. Go to ebt.org and use the coupon code BRAINPOWER for a 20% discount. Join today. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Brain Power with Dr. Laurel Mellon. To reach the program today, you may call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to laurel at ebt.org. Now, back to Brain Power. Here again is Dr. Laurel Mellon. And welcome back. This is Dr. Laurel Mellon, and you're listening to Brain Power, Real People, Real Solutions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm so happy you're here and so delighted that Judy Zare, who is an EBT master trainer, 
She's a specialist in attachment theory and neuroscience, and she is a leader in that she's also the director of the EBT Community Education. So every week she has a workshop for members of EBT Connect, and you can call in and talk to her and listen to the topic of the week. So there's a lot more going on in the community where you can connect with Judy. But right now, what we're doing is we're really focusing on, with all the stress in our environment, where we get our safety is inside. And when that connection in the brain is absolutely deep and powerful, we're going to feel joy and we're going to feel love. And so we're talking here about why we need unconditional love and how to get it. So thank you for being here, Judy Zare. Such a pleasure. Mm, thank you, Laurel. I'm, I'm very grateful and happy to be here. You know, what do you think about, we have a number of callers on the line. How would it be if we welcome the first one, uh, which is... Fantastic. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is uh, uh, Chris, I believe. Let me just double check. Uh, I believe that's Chris from St. Louis. Would you like to join us, Chris, just for a moment? We're just going to, we have a lot of people on the phone. We're just going to move right through and find out what's what's happening for you and what question you would have for Judy or for me. Hi, Chris. Hey. Hello. Hey, Chris, welcome. Hi. Welcome to, to Brain Power with Judy and Laurel. So tell me, what, what drew you to calling in today? How can we help? Oh, well, um, the, the topic is um, very near and dear to my heart. And uh, one of the first things you said, and I'm in the EBT, and I've heard you say this many times, I've read it many times, but um, that no matter what happens, if everybody else on the entire world rejects me, Oops, we have a little problem with the the, the sound. Can you hear me now? There we are. I think we're better now. And so uh, recently I was furloughed from my job, and uh, did you hear the first part of what I said, probably? No, but not if, quite. Even if the no. whole world rejects me, I won't mm-hmm. reject me. And so yeah. it's, it's, it's a business decision, a financial decision, but it still is it's pretty easy to take personally getting furloughed. Um, yeah. So that was extraordinarily mean, meaningful to me, uh, in, especially in the first couple of weeks. I'm fortunate that I'm going to be going back to work. Uh, but just repeating that line, just thinking that into my soul was just, uh, mm. Literally, it changed my whole furlough experience. Mm. Uh, I'm so happy to hear that. It, it, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's it's a business decision. It's not like a, a, a you know a personal relationship, but it is. It's and you know yeah, <laughs> it's it's fairly easy yeah. to take it personal because in some ways it is. I don't mm-hmm. know, but it was unbelievably uh, helpful. Uh, mm. it, and I've loved that line before. That's not line, but that uh, that. Um, the, the rejection. I've, I've always, I've always, been, it's been meaningful to me in the past. Um, even if the whole world rejects me, I won't reject me. But um, especially now, um, yeah. it's very powerful and really changed my furlough experience. And Judy, uh, thoughts about that? Thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm just Chris. I am so glad to hear that. This makes me happy that you got some support from that, and you were able to. Um, it sounds like based on your EBT practice and, and how you've been using these tools over time, you've been, you were able to um, connect more deeply to yourself and do um, what, what Laurel has written about in EBT, which is, you know, making that commitment to that unconditional love for ourselves um, as a practice, really. And, um, and it sounds like that sentence in and of itself helped you move to that place where you could feel that secure connection within. Did you have to do some cycles or, or um, some flow tools or damage control during this furlough? Oh, to yeah, yourself? definitely. These are other definitely. tools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, uh, in, in the community connections, and I'm in the weekly support group. Um, oh, good. Yeah. So EB, EBT has been extort. It's all, it's, Oh, it's it's a wonderful. I, I really enjoy EBT, but recently, it has literally uh, been very meaningful and impactful. It for me. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, the, the, oh my gosh! Was very stressful. Uh, not knowing if you're going back mm-hmm. to work or not. Um, it, yeah. Right. Thank you. That's right. Mm-hmm. Beautifully said. So the the practice. What what I think of EBT is something you invest in yourself because if you have those pathways in your brain, all of us have them. But it's when we use the pathways 
a solo or with other people. That's why we have the groups. You use them mm-hmm. and all of a sudden those pathways get so strong. So when something comes up, like, you know, I'm so sorry, Chris, this happened about the furlough. But imagine you went really deep into your brain all the way down probably to brain state five, which is as good as gold. When you can go down to a five state, which is the bottom of your brain, and stay present to your feelings and the love inside of you, the neural circuitry changes the way you can't change when you're just staying connected and like everything's fine. It's when stuff hits the fan and all of a sudden we're down to five that we really transform our lives. And so you have those tools and support so you could respond really effectively. How wonderful. That's a beautiful Uh thing. Oh, I was Uh brain five on just on Monday when I thought I wasn't coming back and um, just sitting with that. um, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and the brain state five tool, uh, amazing also, uh, very beautiful. helpful uh-huh. as well. Yeah, it really works. Wonderful. And what about I unconditional love, love? Since you've mm-hmm. been using the program, are you finding that real inside of you now and then, that feeling of unconditional love? What's it like for you? Yeah, I, I do. And, and you're re- repeating the, even if the whole world rejects me, um, but finding that safe place within, for me, it's in my abdomen, my lower abdomen, and just, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, just having that, I get a little zing when I need to check in and have that uh, experience of just that safe place within, that no matter what else is going on in the world, mm-hmm. I have a safe place within. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love that. And just to, just to add a little bit of the science to what you're sharing, Chris, I, I just love what you're sharing and my whole body feels kind of tingly hearing you share that. But, um, you know, what we know about that sense of sanctuary and that safe place within and this feeling of unconditional love for ourselves, it has to do with what's been called that social engagement system, which is connected to our vagus nerve. And, you know, the bottom part of that vagus nerve is down in your gut, So I love how you can feel that in your gut, you know, and some people say they feel it more in their heart, you know, they go to their heart area or maybe their solar plexus area. And again, it's all these spots along this kind of wandering nerve, that vagus nerve that, um, and and Laurel, you've written about this, the vagal break and and how the vagus nerves impacts our our EBT practice. But, um, But yeah, connecting with our bodies, connecting with our breath, finding that safe place within um, can be so powerful. And of course, we then we have a whole set of tools to how to really engage with that sense of connection and that security within. So thank you, Chris. That is so beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you, Chris, for being with us. Thanks for the inspiration. Beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Take a nice deep breath. And Judy, when you think about being able to have a skill of connecting in in your own brain and body with the love that's mm-hmm. within, that just changes everything. I know it does for me. Mm-hmm. And even mm-hmm. moments here and there of it, all of a sudden, chemically, we're different. And some yeah. of those drives, whether it's for overeating or for judging or for just feeling overwhelmed, they fade mm-hmm. because the connection is there. Can you share a little bit more about that? And, you know, as you think about what you want to say, why don't we see if we can have another uh, guest come, a caller, Kate, Katie, Katie, would you like to join us? We can. Beautiful. Sure. (laughs) Welcome, Katie. Hi, Katie. (laughs) Hi, Katie. Hi. You you know each other. You work with Judy, it sounds like. Yes. Yes. um, I've been, I was really lucky years ago. I found EBT by, I believe it was an Oprah magazine article. And uh, I thought it was very interesting. And I, I could not believe that um, one of the, one of the, someone was actually practicing it in my city and um, what a gift it has been to me. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yay. Yay. Oh, yay. I get, we talk about joy points and gathering joy points, which is uh, by, we should talk about the science behind joy and joy points, Laurel, but, um, but Katie, just hearing your voice is giving me a joy point. Uh, Beautiful. Very happy. (laughs) 
And you might want to share a little yeah. bit about the science behind the joy point because it's that connection is so important. And remember, with everything with EBT, frankly speaking, you know, what we're about is about the kindness of the heart, the emotional and spiritual connection, having people have the tools to take charge and to raise their set point. But I'm a scientist. I believe in the science. <laughs> Follow the science. <laughs> going to have Mm -hmm. more effective tools and people will get better results faster. And that's what we're after. Mm -hmm. Maybe Judy, you could talk a little bit about the Mm -hmm. neuroscience of joy and maybe Katie reflect on that as well. Yes. And I do want to say if there are any healthcare professionals listening to this, one of the reasons why I was drawn to EBT is there is this really strong evidence-based scientific background. And for me, there's a lot of great tools out there and practices and psychological and spiritual um, techniques, etc. But there's something about being grounded in science that really made a difference for me. So I just wanted to share that. But um, one of the things, I've got two, hopefully I'll keep it very brief, but um, Laura, when you described to Chris, our previous caller, about how we drop down into that five state and it's a state of disconnection, you know, and it shows up in so many different ways. Sometimes it's numb and apathetic. We just don't care. Sometimes it's ramped up negative thoughts and feelings. Um, you know, sometimes it's um, thinking that is very judgmental, critical, condemning, etc. just shows up in different ways. Um, but what you shared showed a little bit about the attachment research because the attachment research, you know, ideally when we're little, we drop into low states and we have that attuned parent that can notice that we're struggling and then reach towards us and give us the support we need in that moment. And that helps the brain regulate itself. You know, that helps the distressed brain move back into a state of balance and homeostasis. So what do we do when we're adults and we don't have, you know, the loving grandparent or the, or the caregiver or whatever to, to take us up in their arms and rock us or something? We only have ourselves. And so there is that with these tools, we drop into that low state and there's a way that we're holding ourselves in that low state. We're seeing ourselves, we're, we can say to ourselves, oh gosh, I'm here at a five. We breathe, we use our EBT tools, and we do that in that context of can I lovingly accept myself right here in this moment at this five state? And that is emulating that dietic attunement that, that we ideally get in childhood. And what that does is that helps regulate, you know, that helps shift our brain state shift us out of those maximum stress hormones and, um, and bring us back to that um, more balanced homeostatic state. So that's one of the things I wanted to share. And the second thing about joy and the science of joy, um, and this is discussed in many different ways from the scientific community, but what we know is our human brain does have that negativity bias. You know, we do have that, and it makes sense for evolution that we... Really, um, it's easy for us to remember and think about and feel negative things because the brain thinks that we need to remember negative things and uh, negative feelings, negative experiences, negative thoughts, etc. Um, and for survival, you know, that's good information for us to know how we want to proceed in life. But um, but we have to kind of act that in order to help ourselves really experience these higher order emotions of love and joy and compassion and awe and gratitude and, and connection. And to do that, we need to be able to shift our focus and our attention to, and, and one of the words we, we, or phrases we use in EBT is to joy point, to joy. You know, can I take, and we do this as one of our practices 10 times a day, can I gather up, feel that joy point, that sense of well-being, or it might be happiness, or it might be just the pleasure of seeing some a beautiful flower? You know, can I let my body receive this, this feeling? And we call it joy, which is just a kind of higher order positive moment, um, and that helps change the brain. So, 
um, I, you probably can describe that better than I can, Laurel, but, um, but we just wanted to take a moment to, to reflect on that. I know Katie's here too, and I don't know, Katie, if you want to share anything that you've noticed in your practice about joy or about unconditional love, how that's changed and grown for you. Uh, sure. I do want to say also that um, I was uh, the reason I was drawn to this as well is all the research and the science-based background. Um, it's just fascinating. And how um, you keep doing research and uh, refining and tweaking things, um, it just gets more amazing. Um, as far as uh, joy points, there is a special awareness about being aware, okay, today I'm going to gather joy points. And um, you don't have to manufacture them so often as you, you just have to look for them. And um, just being tuned in to looking for them can really um, boost a day out of a lower state for me. And my other favorite part about EBT um, is the community connection um, that mm. you make with others um, within the EBT uh, groups. And um, during this time of COVID, when people are extra isolated, um, having those connections as Mm -hmm. kind of a a net to hold you up out there that you can access uh, has just been invaluable. So um, Um, I'm very grateful. uh Well, thank, thank you so much, Katie, for sharing uh, with our listeners and with us your experience. And, you know, what I want to say is take a nice deep breath, all of us. And we have more, more callers. We have Amelia here and we have Chris. We so want to get to you. I'm wondering, Judy, if you might be able to come back in a couple of weeks as well, because we're just getting into this attachment work. And it's so important to go a bit deeper in to that love connection within us. So I'll, I'll be in touch with you and maybe we could do this again because there are so callers that you know and that might come in. So I hope that would work. So let's think about yes. that. How would that be? Yeah. Yeah. It's I would just love so that. wonderful to have you here. And take a nice deep breath. And we have a, just a few more minutes. We have a couple more minutes. Uh, Judy, what else would you like to say? Um, let's see. That's <laughs> oh. Gosh, um, let's see, what else would I like to share? Um, I think that, you know, just just a couple things, Laurel, and again, there's so much to share, but, um, and I, I, I imagine the callers in will, will have experience with this too, but one of the things I love e- about EBT, which really helps with this rewiring for secure attachment or rewiring so we can actually experience Experience in our body, the self-experience of unconditional love. And, of course, there is something, too, if we can feel that for ourselves, it's so much easier to send out to others. And I remember how, you know, this is, a again, an age-old practice that religions do and, and spiritual practices do of, you know, sending love out to others. But I remember when I first read some of the science about this, which was so intriguing to me, that really... Um, the context, if we can create a context of love and acceptance in our own experience, our own bodies, our own hearts, we actually create the um, opportunity for the deeper transformational change. So if we are judging ourselves, if we are, um, you know, hating and angry with ourselves, we don't have the context for change. And that's one of the reasons why I think EBT is so effective is we have tools to go right into that um, anger, that hatred, that judgment, all of the negative stuff, you know, all of those feelings. We have a way of going right into them, diving down deep into our brain and our experience, and then, um, and then moving through them in a way and you know, I, I don't want to get too complicated here, but it's really the way the brain processes. I always think about the body. You know, we trust totally how the, if we get a scratch, our body's going to heal itself. You know, we're going to, maybe we'll have some blood and some plasma there and we'll, maybe we'll have a scar or, you know, our body will take care of it and heal itself. Well, I really believe the emotional brain is the same way. That we get, you know, we have our hurts and our sufferings and our wounds. There's a way our emotional brain is designed to heal itself and 
what I love about EBT is it, is it gives us that pathway to do that natural healing. But um, I, I feel like I'm getting off a little bit because what I wanted to share was the value of that nurturing inner voice as we begin to practice and devote ourselves to shifting our, our inner um, language <laughs> to having it be more nurturing. And I remember, Laura, when I first started EBT, I know we're running out of time here, but I couldn't find a nurturing inner voice for myself. I couldn't find a kind or warm inner voice. My voice tended to be very fear-based. Judy, you better hurry. Oh, Judy, you're going to be late. Oh, Judy, they're not going to like that. Oh, Judy, you're going to be in trouble, blah, blah, blah. I had this very anxious, kind of negative, blah, inner voice. And when I recognize that, I started to use your voice, Laurel, as my <laughs> nurturing inner voice. <laughs> and it's funny well, because now I have participants that use my voice. So it's, they use your voice. Yeah. <laughs> well, at, and essentially, this is brain training. It's not insight. It's actually using tools that train the brain so we, we actually change on a real cellular level. And that's why... Learning about it is the first step. So that's why we want you to go to ebt.org. Be sure to get the app. But more than that, come in and listen to Judy. She has sessions every week that are part of workshops, but also she has these intensives. We give intensives every day for 30 days, 30 minutes a day to get that nurturing inner voice, to clear away the other circuits, and to Feel that love inside and then move up our set point. So, Judy, I am so grateful for your being here today. And I'll look forward to more time with you. And I want to thank you, Katie. And I also want to thank Carol and Chris and Amelia and everyone for being here. And I'd like to share one more thing with you, which is to have essentially a, an emotional brain tip of the week, which you know what that's going to be. Say to yourself... Uh, I have made a personal decision to give myself unconditional love no matter what. So even if everyone on the planet rejected me for good reason, I would not reject myself. I have a secure connection within. So thank you so much, Judy, for being here. I'll look forward to seeing you again. It's been a wonderful, wonderful program. Again, this is Dr. Laurel Mellon. I'm the host of Brain power, real people, real solutions. Thank you if you're listening. Thank you so much for being part of this community, emotional brain training. And remember that on the day you were born, you had all the inherent strength, goodness, and wisdom you would ever need. All you required were the tools to connect deeply with yourself, clear away some emotional clutter from the past, and find that what's inside is a deep joy and a profound love. So thank you again for being here. Until next time, please visit ebt.org. See what membership would feel good to you. Get involved in this because you have much more power than you know. It's inside you, and all the tools do is give you the power to connect at that deep and profound level. Again, thank you so much for being part of Brain Power. Until next time. Thank you again for listening to Brain Power this week. Please join your host, Dr. Laurel Mellon, again next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And don't forget to catch our weekly replays on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 